Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. Hope everyone's having a good day today. Um, I just want to jump on here and just do a quick little episode for you all. So grab your teacups and let's begin. So, you know, for those of you all who don't know, Jesse Smollett, the actor from Empire who did that fake hate crime, he got sentenced today. And, you know, it's all online, it's all on social media, it's everywhere. And the reason being is because of how he reacted in court. So this is what happened when he was sentenced. By the way, he got sentenced to five months in prison. So, you know, this is what happened. I 
So that's what happened when he was sentenced. And I'm going to hold my opinion on that. But this is what his family had to say. And this is his older brother, older sister, and younger brother who are about to speak right now. So let me play you all this clip. The struggles my brother is encountering. He doesn't know anything that he's dealing with. He doesn't know anything that he's dealing with. He spent all that time shaming him. In 2022, we don't shame people like this. All right? He basically called him a, a mental case. All right? If you look at that testimony, he basically reiterated and regurgitated all the prosecutors said. There was no, there was no independence. This is a duly elected judge in Cook County. He's supposed to be elected by the people, not just a stooge and a rubber stamp for the prosecutors. And I'm very disappointed, very disappointed. My name is Jojo Smollett. I'm his oldest brother. Yeah. I have something I want to say quickly. My name is Jazz Smollett. I'm his older sister. First of all, I want to say my brother is innocent. My brother, Jesse, is innocent. This should not be a controversial statement because it is the absolute truth. What should be controversial is the entire miscarriage of justice this whole ordeal has been. I pray peace over my brother. I pray the peace of God over my brother and all victims of oppression and hate. I pray that we can do better as a world. May the God of peace be with you. Shalom. My name is Jockey Smollett. I'm Jesse's youngest brother. My brother does not deserve this. I watched my brother go from being a complete victim, which he still is. He was attacked and he is now going to jail for being attacked. I saw my brother get locked up within two weeks for being attacked. Do you know how crazy that is? They want to say in that court and say, they want to say in that court and say that he's the reason why folks aren't going to report hate crimes. They're the reason why folks aren't going to report hate crimes. Because none of you believed it. None of y'all believed it. We have letters from the NAACP, President Derek Johnson himself. We have letters from Rainbow Butch Coalition. We have letters from the Innocence Project, all saying that he should not be in jail. And they put him in jail. That judge chastised him. He chastised my brother. He does not deserve this. He was attacked. Do people never once think, even the folks who are naysayers, do you ever once think, what happens if, if he's telling the truth? He's telling the truth. Do y'all ever think about how poorly you feel in that situation? He's in jail for five months. That is unacceptable for being attacked. It is not, it is not his fault that folks are not gonna believe survivors anymore. He is a survivor and he has been completely mistreated and this is this has to stop. So that's what his um, siblings have to say. And I'ma just say this. Let, first, let me get my opinion on the sentencing. Now, I know some people are debating, uh, you know, whether he should have been sentenced or not. Me, personally speaking, the sentencing doesn't bother me. And I'm just keeping it all the way 100. I am. Five months and five months is nothing. Okay, it could have been five years. Now, if it was five years, then yeah, I kind of feel some sort of way. But it's five months. And I know people are saying, well, he didn't t technically hurt anyone. But guess what? You know, the people who do these white-collar crimes, who be stealing money from people's bank accounts, you know, swiping people's credit cards, they don't t technically physically hurt no one either. But they end up in jail. <clears throat> 
So, you know, I'm sorry, unless unless the argument is if, if people who steal people's money and stuff or, you know, commit fraud, if they can't go to prison, then, you know, Jesse shouldn't go to prison either. Unless that's the argument, the, I don't see nothing wrong with the sentencing. I don't. Now, as far as what he said in the court, I'm going to just keep it real. Um, And I've watched that video at least five times. I was talking to my co-worker today about it. I've watched it five times and, and you know, because I, I, we had a discussion about whether he was acting or was he being serious. And my co-worker, you know, she thinks he was acting, but I honestly think, you know, he was serious. You know, I don't know if, if he all them drugs he did or he might just have a mental problem, but you know, I honestly think he has kind of convinced himself that he was telling the truth. I do. I honestly do think that he has convinced himself that he was telling the truth. Now, I see a lot of conspiracy theorists are, you know, trying to connect this with Jeffrey Epstein because, you know, Jeffrey Epstein mysteriously killed himself. And I'm putting that in quotation marks when he was, you know, locked up and was about to head to trial for what he was, you know, doing. But, you know, and a lot of people are connecting that with um, Jesse Smollett because Jesse said, I am not suicidal. I, I would not kill myself. And, you know, it's like that came out of nowhere. <clears throat> like, literally, that came out of nowhere. I, I, I just got to keep it real. You know, that's why I kept rewatching it because I'm like, why would he even say that? And so some people feel like Jesse's trying to make it clear to people if something happens to him, it wasn't suicide. Because, you know, there is a belief, and this is my belief too, that, you know, someone higher up put him up to that. And I did I did podcast episodes on this before. And you know what? And I and I've always stayed true to that belief. I do think someone tapped him on the shoulder and told him to go do that. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not. I've always felt that way and I'll continue to feel that way right now. I do think someone tapped him on the shoulder, put that idea in his head and sent him out there to do that for political reasons. I think, you know, they were throwing drugs in his face because, you know, you know, when someone's doing hard drugs like that and basically a crackhead, well, technically he was a cocaine fiend, you know, like that, you know, you can convince someone to do almost anything if they got that much drugs like that. So, you know, I do think that's honestly what happened. I do. So, you know, you know, I, I guess that's why he was yelling out, if I didn't commit suicide, you, you know, you, you know, if something happens to me, I didn't commit suicide. Maybe that's why he was yelling that out like that. I don't know. I honestly don't know. <clears throat> and that's just me again, keeping it 100% real. I honestly don't know. Although I will say, if anything else come from this case, it'll just be very interesting, you know, what will happen next. Because, like, because, you know, I've said before, it's just very interesting to see where some of the people who initially believed him, where they are right now, Kamala Harris, who's the vice president, who ain't doing too well right now, or Lee Daniels, who, you know, kind of done moved on and left, left Jesse high and dry. And you know, I talked about when Jesse got on that stand, when the trial was going on, he talked about how Lee Daniels was calling him fat and stuff and said he needed to shape up and, and all of that. <laughs> Even Don Lemon, who you know was, who you 
you know, Jesse was secretly texting, trying to tell him, you know, telling Jesse that the cops didn't believe him. And Don, you know, days at CNN look numbered. So again, it's just very interesting where everyone, everybody's, you know, state of mind is damn near three years later. Now, as far as his brothers and sister, I understand that's your brother. I do. I understand, you know, family stick up for each other. But at some point, okay, you, you know, the, the family has to sit down and say, you know what, Jesse did lie. Okay, you know, nothing he said has made sense. And you know what? I honestly think they would have done better if they would have just not said nothing, just said no comment and just left. <clears throat> Sometimes that's the best thing you can do. Nicki Minaj did that with her brother who in prison right now for molesting that little girl. Nicki ain't give no statement. She just said no comment and kept it moving. You know, a lot of people a, a lot of people, I think, need better media training because you know how that young, that younger brother was just ranting and raving, and I'm sorry, you know, it just it just made the whole family look crazy. It does, because that's what's trending right now. Okay, people are making fun of this family, and I think that's sad because before this, this family had no issues, they had no scandals. You know, I mean, people knew them, you know, the, the sister journey. People, you know, kind of grew up with her because she's been in a lot of, you know, independent black movies. And, you know, they've done really well. There was no scandal attached to this family. And now I feel like they become kind of the laughing stock of, you know, the internet and, you know, of Hollywood. Okay, you know, people call Jesse Juicy Smollett because of Dave Chappelle. So, you know, I'm just, I just got to keep it real. I honestly think, you know, they should have just kept their mouth closed. They really should have. And, you know, I also want to add this last point about this whole case. Because this is my thing, again, about the whole case. <clears throat> and I said this from day one. Hold on, y'all. Let me drink this tea. <sighs> okay. What really angered me about <clears throat> about Jesse Smollett, cause you know I've kept it all. I've always kept it a hundred. I didn't believe him immediately. Well, no, it took me at least a day before I started looking at everything, and I didn't believe him from the, from the get go. Well, but what really bothered me about Jesse Smollett was, you know, you took something that you know. It, it, it's very traumatic for a lot of people, okay? Okay, you know how many people have been beaten up for being black or being gay or being both? Okay, it's a lot of people who that has happened to. And you know, the country is already divided as it is. Even more so in 2019 when he did this, you know, now than now. Okay, you know, you have people arguing over critical race theory. You know, you have people arguing over transgender athletes. You have laws being passed left and right, and the laws contradict each other. The laws are so broad. You know, the laws kind of don't make no damn sense. 
everyone's at each other's throat over who who voted who, who's a Republican, who's a Democrat, who's a conservative, who's a liberal, who's a Trump supporter, who's a Biden supporter, who's a Hillary Clinton supporter, who's a Bernie Sanders supporter, who's a Christian, who's a non-Christian. You know, everyone's arguing over something now. And I feel like when you, you know, that the fact that he did that, it just really, you know, exploded a lot of things. I saw people arguing, cursing each other out. You know, I, when I was working at my old job, I almost got into an argument over this case. Because someone asked me my honest opinion. I said, I didn't believe him. This person was like, well, you're black. How can you not believe them? And you know, people who know me know, I'll snap on you in a heartbeat. Okay, if you come at me disrespectfully, you know, it's just a Sagittarius semi. I will go off on you. And so, you know, I feel like, you know, when he did that, he just took advantage of something that's traumatic. And, you know, and, you know, it really just divided a lot of people. And, you know, and that's why, you know, even if he wasn't sentenced, you know, I would never support him ever again. Because I have standards. And one of my standards is don't sit up here and use a traumatic experience for whatever reason, even if someone put you up to it. Even if you was a crackhead, a cocaine addict. You know, don't sit around here and, you know, just just do something stupid like he did to push an agenda. And that's just me. Now, you know, some people may disagree with that, but that's just how I feel about that. So that's my thoughts on the Justice Smollett situation. If you want to, you know, jump on a podcast with me and do an episode about it, you know, we can talk about it. Um, You know, I'm I'm always open to listening to people who disagree with me. And on that note, I'm your boy D, and I hope you enjoyed this type of hot tea. And, you know, everyone have a blessed day. (laughs)